Monty, you didn't make it easier for me. <laughs> but it's really wonderful being here. And it's a great honor for us, for Philippa, my wife, for Cecily, my daughter, where she is. Yeah. <laughs> she needs to translate if I stop. <laughs> and um, many thanks being invited to speak to you at the annual reception of TGC2. It's a great initiative. And what does it mean towards the Jerusalem Council? Isn't that an inspiring thing? That would be unity. We come together, all believers, and in a council in Jerusalem, back to the roots, back to learning from Yeshua's family and people. Family, of course, Jesus, Yeshua, is much closer to his people and they understand him much better than we do. So family is all about, and that's wonderful. Let us pray for that miracle. It needs a miracle. Anyhow, even today, for the exchange of our ideas and thoughts to understand each other. May the Holy Spirit be with us. May the Holy Spirit unite us. And that's my vision from John 17, that we are all united, united in Yeshua. Who we are, number two, please. Philippa, my wife, sitting there. Philippa, please get up. You are much sure. <laughs> So that's our family. Still her father, Prince Albrecht Castell, and our last children married last year. We have six children and 16 grandchildren. So how did it all start? With a marriage, of course. And that's unity. But that wasn't as simple. I was born into the House of Saul. It's a very proud family. Be totally clear. All honor to our King, Yeshua, Jesus. We are all King's children in Yeshua. Number three, please. In terms of the world, I was born there at the Red Point, in the midst of Germany, in a noble family who ruled for 700 years in our region. And, number four, please. And when you look at that picture, you see Germany was always a kind of a federal situation. Lots of princely and royal states, smaller and bigger ones. Number four. This is four. Ah, number four, yes, please. Uh, no, the picture with the village. 
we live 900 years at the same place. And it's not boring. <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, the head of German Landowners Association and vice president in Europe. And that's all about keeping estate together and staying where you are. So 900 years at the same place. That sounds wonderful. That sounds easy. That's, that's very natural. That's unique. But when you start digging into a history, I realized it's all a mountain of waste of rubbish. And it's nothing to be only proud of. I come from the Rhineland, and it was mentioned on already, my last name, Salm, translates to Salmon. We were the rulers of the logistics at the Rhine. We took customs, we had the fishing rights, and so forth. That brought wealth, pride, and power to the family over the centuries. And as mentioned, Germany consisted for more than 1,000 years out of many small counties, princely states, kingdoms, cities, and bishop church land. And in these regions, the head, the bishop, the prince, the king have the power, all power. Seven of them elected the emperor. To become elector was the goal for every family. We managed to achieve this status seven times in history. We were then on the top range of influence. But when you dig deeper, that influence had a lot to do with corruption, with money, with power, and not with responsibility, not with sustainability, not with, with love. My ancestors very early supported Reformation and Luther. Two generations stayed Lutheran. Later, they decided to again convert to Catholicism only for one reason, power and money. Wolfgang became elector to the emperor. I'm raised Catholic after that decision, which took place in 16th century. Our village, our region, is almost 100% Catholic. After the Reformation, the people had to follow the confession of their ruler, be it Protestant ruler, the region had to become Protestant, Catholic, the other way around. Yeah. If they did not want so, they had only one chance to pay for to leave, emigrate almost the same as today in Syria or Iraq. 
I was born before Vatican Council II. Till then, for proper Catholic, one thing was clear. A Protestant has no chance to come to heaven. But the hell was a place for them. The Holy Spirit changed that believing at the Council 1965-1966. But it did not change too much the thinking of my mother. <laughs> when I met and fell in love with the most wonderful lady in this room, I do apologize to <laughs> here came a big problem. A big, big problem, I tell you. But the Lord has humor. We have a loving Lord. The strict and narrow Catholic, Catholic education I got tore me away from the Lord. My Protestant wife brought me back to Jesus. So if we work to overcome hate, fight, misunderstanding, we become deeper in belief, deeper in Jesus. It's all about him. Churches are the mantle, the covering. Jesus has to be the inside. After having realized that we could start our family, we also started working for the reconciliation of the churches. And that is why we support very strongly a movement called Wittenberg 2017 and Thomas Cocktail is here, because I do think on the way to Jerusalem Council II, first step might be the reconciliation of the Christian body outside the Messianic body, and then together with Messianic, and by the Messianic, who are so important, we will come to Jerusalem Council II. Isn't that humorous? My wife, Philippa, took care for my parents in the last days when they became old. Her experience, Philippa's experience, opened our eyes, opened my eyes for the Messianic movement. Digging into Jewish-German history is more than painful. When you look to kings, to presidents, to whomever, everybody, presidents of a company or so, they mostly tell you history is a good part, the good things. But I did learn that all what I got told about my family is only a quarter of the truth. And that quarter is that my grandmother's family being protector of Jews over the centuries in history. The brothers of my mother fighting against Hitler. 
the heroes anyway. But in Yad Vashem, I di discovered they also fought as high-ranking officers with their troops, with their regiment, against Jewish partisans. War is always a place of disaster, and Marty, it really did move me very much that you, at the introduction, made that sentence, especially as a son of Holocaust survivors. And isn't that a wonderful sign of unity in the body of Christ? I do repent and I do thank you so much for what you have been saying. World War II, with more than 50, 50 million life losses, was a disaster. World War I, with 17 million being killed was specially for the nobility in Europe a disaster because it was uh, only responsibility of the elite. My children are either by my family or by Philippa's family more or less related with all European royal families. World War I was a war between cousins. Cousins first grade. The German Emperor, the Russian Emperor, and the King of England. Lots of your ancestors had been involved and I'm sorry for that. We speak about the good things. My 12 times grandfather, Elector Friedrich von der Pfalz, was a so-called Winterkönig, the king of the winter, only one winter. He was married to a steward. So what did I learn? that we are number one to win the throne of England. <laughs> if not, we were Catholic. <laughs> so that I was learned. What I wasn't learned was that he was the one who started the 30 years war, the religious war in Europe from 1618 to 1648, which diminished the European population by one-third in 30 years. We identify with the good things in our family. We love to be here. We do identify with our family. I love to be heir of our estate where my family lives for so long. I felt well. In state elections I got up to 90% of the votes. Everything sounded to be perfect. 
but nothing is perfect in human life. I first realized that at the Jubilee of the village, number five. 500 years church building down in the valley, and on top of the valley is our old castle. Built by my ancestors. I started praying about it. And I realized my ancestors did not build it with their own hands. In those days, there was still a kind of slavery in Germany. They made their slaves building it, our house, the castle. And at that jubilee, 500 years of the church down in the valley, where the whole state came together, president and so forth, I had to give a speech and in the name of my family, I identified for the slavery and asked for his paintings. And something very moving happened. The mayor of the village is an old friend of mine. We went to, together to school and we were very close. And he started crying and then came to me and said, Michael, only by now everything is good again after 700 years I learned as much as I do identify with good things of my family heritage I do have to look at the bad things too our villages flourish after reconciliation the people support the restoration of our old ruined castle. It's now only two-thirds of what's on that picture there after the visit of the French. <coughs> the same thing happened to me regarding the crusade. When I was a child, we were proud, educated, being part in the Crusades. We, our ancestors tried to free Jerusalem. So, to me, Crusade always was something good. I didn't realize, Cecily, it's your turn now. Has to? Has to? Um, but one morning, I saw by accident, we had a conference the same day, by accident a TV show about the so-called Schum cities, which is Speyer, Worms and Mainz, very famous cities at the Rhine, this huge Jewish community in the Middle East. And they mentioned that a man by the name of Emicho, being a crusader, started the crusade there and killed the people in the Jewish people in Speyer and Mainz. And I realized Emicho, that's in my family tree number one, the first one. 
And I digged in. Nobody told me ever. No archive of the family told me that. And I digged in and I found Jewish remembrance. And I didn't tell you what they tell about my first Ancestor thousand years ago. Emicho is the enemy of all Jews. He was the worst of all persecutors. He didn't show mercy to the old or to the virgin. Neither child nor baby were saved from him. He trampled upon the people of God until, until they were dust. He killed the young man with his sword and slaughtered pregnant women. <coughs> Marty, then you tell me I should be prince of Israel. <laughs> Looking to your country. I, I knew that I was going to be moved. And I do thank you very much, because he gave me a wonderful advice. Don't be scared. We are in Texas. In Texas. <laughs> and Texas means friends. So, dear friends. <laughs> Lots of the people of my region, of our state, our people came to your country for reason of being slaves in Germany, refugees for their faith, Protestants, being sold as soldiers for being Jewish. And I'm so sorry for that. And ask for forgiveness. What my ancestors, German nobility, did to your great-grandfathers and mothers. I am so thankful, and I think that's a real miracle, what you Americans helped to destroy Nazism and helped build up our country. Reunification in Germany would never happen without your help and strong leadership. I did show you that in history, people of which who should have high standards, Christians, are often not a good showcase, not a good example for the law, love God gave us. And God is the love. And the only way I see to come back to that love is to repent. And so I conclude, often enough we raised our interest about the interest of the people, our proud money, and also the splitting of Christianity instead of unity 
and our behavior to the Jewish body, Jesus' family, we can only repaint. It's all about unity. Uh, that's a village where I wanted to invite you, the vineyard, number six. That's a, our new house, a new castle, uh, built in 1565. <laughs> <laughs> it's it, it's big enough to invite all of you. <laughs> and number 10. That's the family who will be there, hopefully, if you come and when you come. Thank you so much. coming much greater than me. It's Vladimir Pickman. <laughs>